Welcome back, and welcome to the last part of our discussion about the institutionalized racism in the criminal justice system. In this portion, we will discuss change as we go into our conclusion. When we talk about change, we talk about what we can do to end uh, institutionalized racism in our criminal justice system, or at least cut it back. I think first we have to understand that we will never end racism. But what we have to do is work to minimize it and minimize its effect on people in the criminal justice system, particularly blacks and minorities. What we have to realize is the first thing people have to do is acknowledge that there actually is racism, that laws that were created, that even sometimes there is unconscious racism uh, in our policing in our laws that were created. Sometimes it's not unconscious, sometimes they're blatant, even today in 2020. Um, starting with policing, we have to develop uh, a cultural training uh, for police. Um, it's, it's kind of hard to believe, but a lot of people don't interact um, with people outside of their race, other than at a Walmart or at work if you happen to have white coworkers. A lot of time people um, are kind of tribalized where they really only interact with certain people. And a lot of times, even when they do interact with them, it's on a superficial level. So they don't really know a lot of policemen. They don't really know black a black person or they weren't raised around black people just because the way our neighborhoods are, um, the way people are raised, you're stuck in your neighborhood. And if your neighborhood doesn't have any black people, you don't interact with black people. So that tends to add to some of the unknowns um, and it can foster uh, some racism. Um, so what we have to do is um, work to improve um, black hiring in police departments. Um, in a lot of the police departments, the black numbers in the police um, is very low. This can help um, bridge that cultural uh, divide. Um, a lot of police departments are doing this, but not enough. Uh, and also community policing. Um, community policing, uh, a lot of people don't know what that is. Um, a lot of departments don't do it. I know in New Jersey, uh, in Camden, um, they're really working on doing that. Um, they have police get out of their cars, walk the neighborhood, get to know the people in the neighborhood that you are policing. Um, this also creates interactions um, with the people they're policing that aren't always negative. It's not always when somebody's either called you for help or they get pulled over for speeding or there's a domestic dispute. Um, it's a good natural interaction and you get to know your people's names and the faces in the neighborhoods. And this leads to other things um, as people wanting to communicate with you if there is a crime created or um, if something else happens, um, if they know you, they're more apt to speak to you and talk to you. Um, so those are some things you can do um, to the police. Um, Pre-trial. Um, working with DAs, working with public defenders to make sure public defenders are, are adequately chained, trained, that they have adequate time and adequate workload so that they're not overworked, so that they can provide um, the best defense um, for their uh, clients. Not forcing um, plea deals on people just to save taxpayers money of not going to trial. 
um, actually doing their due diligence to make sure that they are charging people adequately um, with whatever crime it is, or if they're not um, guilty, or they should not be charged for a crime, um, letting them know, making sure DAs are are charging um, people adequately, making sure that they are doing their due diligence um, to work with, with within the law. Um, policymakers, policymakers are a huge part of this because they actually make the laws that the police have to work with, that the DAs have to work with, that the judges have to work with. Um, so we have to make sure that our that our policymakers create laws that are not based on racism, that, that they create laws that are fair um, to everybody um, that's in America. Um, we have to have these policymakers uh, work with other stakeholders and advocates. Um, the policymakers need to work with the judges. They need to work with the DAs. They need to work with the police. They need to work work with um, people who have went through the system. They need to work with nonprofits and advocates who are people who are working for um, these particular individuals uh, and laws to make sure that everything is fair uh, for anybody who has to go through uh, the criminal justice system. Um, there are a million things that we can do to try to fix this criminal justice system. But the main thing is we have to do something. We have to work as a people to come together and understand um, that this affects everybody, um, not just blacks. A black person who is is uh, minimalized uh, and unfairly treated, um, they go into the system. And that means you have to pay for them while you're in the system. If they have a child that um, they can no longer take care of if they're in the system, then we're paying for them uh, uh, that way. And then when they come out the system, they may not be able to get a job or get job training. So we have to pay for them again. And these types of things can snowball and can lead them into more crime. So these types of things we have to work on um, because it affects us, us all. Um, and um, in closing today, what we have to understand is that there is no magic pill or, or uh, to fix racism um, in the criminal justice system as America. Um, we have to understand that it's going to take an effort from all sides. We have to understand that um, racism has been around for thousands and thousands of years and we're never going to completely get rid of it. But what we have to do is like-minded, strong-willed individuals have to come together and work to fight that racism. Um, we have to make sure that all people are treated fairly uh, in the criminal justice system, regardless of their color, of their skin, um, their bank account size, or what part of the city or town that they grew up in. Um, we have to make sure that we work as a people um, together. And this topic can go on and on forever. I thank you for listening to us today, and we look forward to talking to you again on our next topic.